Ahoy, hello, it's a brand new episode of Baffled. Thank you for being there. My name's Dan. Uh, this is your favourite fact podcast, I trust. Uh, back once again, we bring you stuff, ponderings from the depths of the internet. And you have to work out whether they're worth remembering or worth chucking in the bin. Yeah. Uh, on my end, thank you. It's just I've funny. Got, I've got cards, bribes, and how popular is your birthday? We'll find mm-hmm. out. Mark is also here. Uh, right, me this week, I've got stuff, to use the word you lovingly used there, uh, stuff about uh, the king, stuff about hair of the dog, and finally, another statistic for you. And Connor makes up the trio. Yeah, I just got some stuff. Yeah. We'll leave that there. Okay, fine. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Stick around. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's not that easy, is it, Mark? You had a little mock of me stuff, and then I did. you immediately went. Uh, uh. What I did was I immediately mocked you, looked at my intro line, realised it was last week's and went, oh, that's no use to me, is it? Good, always good to prepare. Always prepared. Difficulty always. there is, is, say your phone died or your laptop died listening to our podcast on the word stuff, are you coming back when you've recharged it to listen to the rest? Probably not. Well, I would hope that what I did in the rest of the intro helped that out. Oh, I see. I, I yeah. feel, look, yeah. we've just started and I don't want to immediately, immediately get off to a, a wrong note myself. We dig into the deepest, diet, darkest areas of the web to find you the best of fact knowledge. I feel that maybe it was okay. Yeah. yeah, I feel maybe it was not my strongest. No, you've done well before. That was quite bad, well, but it's the, fine. The light goes on and yeah. I talk. Yeah. That's what I'm asked to do. <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't Sometimes even... good words come out, sometimes <laughs> stuff. You didn't even do anything. You, you know, you just, you, you, you know, we've often joked on this show about how sometimes you will, you know, you won't do the most amount of work. I was like, when you said stuff, I was like, yes, I don't even have to say an intro yeah, line. Yeah. You, you've actively taken a chance there. Yeah. Because I've given you it. I've given you the open goal of nothingness. Yeah, exactly. So listen, if you've never joined us before, and if you made it <laughs> these minutes in, thank you for still well being done. around. Yeah, basically, we bring you nine facts, three each, every Monday, and you decide whether the stuff is worth remembering. And we bring you Bite Size Baffled on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Right, before I have an aneurysm, Mark, give me your first fact of the show. King Charles III will be coronated on a throne that contains something called the Stone of Destiny. That's really cool. I really don't like the word coronated. It sounds atrocious. Reminds it, me it of, is a bit of a horrible the name. chicken filling sandwich. Yeah, well, that's why, because it's named after that. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Yes. But the chicken thing is named after that, yeah. not the other way around. No, yeah. so a coronation chicken was made 
as a meal for the Queen's coronation, I believe, in 1953. Because I was going to say, if they called it the coronation after a sandwich filling, that would be meant mad. Yeah, that would be that would be interesting. And yeah. interesting. It was invented in 1953 in preparations for the coronation banquet. So, sandwich chat aside. <laughs> I don't like the word coronated, but tell me more about the Stone of Destiny, which I do very much like the sound of. Yeah, so this stone uh, goes back in terms of monarchy, back to 1296. Um, So it was originally, it belonged to Scotland. Then English King Edward I stole it in 1296. Uh, We finally gave it back in 1996, apparently. Um, And it is said to be the pillow that Jacob laid his head upon in the Bible when he then had a dream of a ladder to heaven. So obviously the monarch is also the head of the uh, Church of England. So it all kind of ties in here. And there is a bit of the stone with a pillow on top because, hey, don't want an uncomfy bum on coronation day uh, that the king will sit upon when he is coronated. There's always a time, isn't there, where you hear of something that we once done to the Scottish, which completely sums up why some of the Scottish don't like us today. Yes, it's very clear. Yeah, we nicked this time. Yeah, we wanted it. But we did give it back about 700 years later. Yeah, we've had it. We're bored of it. There you go. I don't know if that's reason for like real hatred that we nicked a stone. No, Andy I, Murray. I feel like there's a lot more other reasons. Andy Murray. Talk to me, like, what's the process for this? So, right before Charles will sit down, yeah. does someone nip up? Like, is it is it work experience kid? Is it nobleman from the Church of England? Like, who is there putting the stone there? And do we know where it's kept? So, the stone is kind of like, it's there within the chair. Oh, it's to in the start chair. with, yeah. So it's kind of the chair and then the pillow on top. So, 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 so that's what he sits on. No, it's not like a case of someone brings it along and then he sits on it for a second and he goes, oh, that's on the stone of destiny and then gets on with the rest of the coronation. It's on the, it's on the chair that he'll sit on. So it's not like it's bought in as part of the ceremony. It will already be there. He'd be a very camp king, wouldn't he? Who? Oh, I've just sat on the stone oh, of destiny. Yeah. I'd be yeah. a nightmare if I sat on the stone of destiny. Well, is, is that anytime you sit down, are you worried you're going to yourself? I'll be squeaking a little bit, I reckon, on the old stone of destiny. But what? Why is that affecting your IBS? Well, no, it's just the fact that most times I sit down, it will come out, and I'm on the stone of destiny. Probably not that respectful. No, but, but then again, I'll probably never sit on it. No, well, I won't ever sit on it. No, I you hope won't. Not. No. Um, but you got a cushion in the way. Although actually, my family are meant to have been related to something to do with royalty. Night. Don't think you're close enough that you're going to be coronated. No. Connor Knight. That seems like someone, something is something someone has told you. Yeah, my great nan did, and I always believed it. Um, do we, do you, do we know where this chair's kept? So hang on, why have we still got it if we gave it back? So so obviously he is king of the UK, so therefore it it comes back down to Westminster Abbey for the coronation. Can I ask a important question that we've actually skimmed over? What's the point in the stone? Do we know? So the point of the stone is it, it goes all the way back to every person who has been coronated since 1296. So it's to do with the coronation as opposed to actually... Yes. Ha- right, okay, got you. So the stone is supposedly something biblical. Not entirely sure that's correct. Um, but it has this whole meaning and since 1296, they've used it in every single coronation. It's massive. The stone of destiny? Yeah. Yeah, there's only a bit of it they use. What? I was, <laughs> I was gonna say a bloody uncomfortable to see on. You see the size of the thing? It's like a brick that you put in your house to make it nice and stable. Imagine sitting on that. A bit like a booster seat. Also, very quickly, I I enjoyed your definition of a brick. Yeah. You put that in your house to, you know, make it nice and stable. Yeah, yeah. that's what they do. Yeah. Um like there is a lot of literal pomp and circumstance. There's a lot of yes. tradition here, isn't it? There is, yeah. Do you reckon Charles would care. 
Nope, and I don't think most people would. I think most people are like, hmm, the Stone of Destiny. Did you hear? Just, like, no one really cares. I don't want to... It's just. A, it, I mean, it's a cool name, though. The, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to press too hard on, on this subject because it's been quite a tender week. There was a story going around about how Queen Elizabeth, right before she used to do the state opening of Parliament every year when she would need to wear the crown because it was so heavy, like if she moved her head, it could ultimately like crush her neck because it, it's so much force. She would wear it pretty much the night before to eat dinner and just eat dinner on her own wearing the crown to get used to the weight of this massive bejeweled hat. Wow. I mean, you've got to be having a meal that is, uh, you know, becoming to the fact that you're wearing a throne. You can't be having like turkey dippers and chips, can you? No, what would you have? Like mutton? Like big, big, big like leg of mutton? Yeah, something proper medieval. Yeah. Something proper Henry VIII-esque. It's kind of cute though, if thinking you... of her sitting there on her own eating that. Yeah, it's very sweet. Yeah. So... If you were being coronated, yeah. you know, what what would be the ultimate Connorite coronation ceremony? What 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 would make it so typically you? Oh, massive question. What what would I sit on? No, just all of it. Like, what would you want to include to make it traditional to you? Like, I imagine some kings and queens back through the lineage think, you know what, this is me, so I'm going to do this. Queen Elizabeth famously was the first to televise hers. What what would what would you do to put your stamp on your coronation as King Connor? You'd have to change your name. Not good. I'd probably walk out to cast no shadow by Oasis. Yeah. Okay. That would be what I'd leave with, and okay. it would just and everyone would have to stay in the room with me gone, and listen to the whole song. Just that that that. Yeah. So the minute that, the minute that it happens, I'd I'd go DJ hit play like that. They'd hit play. It's that not, would play, and then I'd, I'd leave. It's not the most famous of Oasis songs. No, but it's a good one, and it would really sit with people, and I wouldn't be there anymore, and they'd be like... So you don't have to listen to it. They'd be like, this guy's mad. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. That would be my thing. What about you, Mark? Don't know, as long as it was really organised, I'd be happy. Really. Oh, yeah. You'd be fine. Is anybody yeah. on the Google? I did No, I didn't want it at this time. Sorry, I'm afraid you can't come in. You haven't RSVP'd on the Google documents. <laughs> I appreciate you're the President of the United States, but Mr. Biden, if you haven't RSVP'd and turned your box green, you're not coming in. Oh. Connor, give us your first fact of the show. Uh, we're going to talk about bamboo. Bamboo grows so fast that it's measured in miles per hour. Really good. How fast is it? Uh, well, if it, you start this with a zero, I'm going to hit you. Yeah, no, well, it, it's going to be a zero, yeah. <laughs> so basically, it's capable of shooting up 35 inches in one day at a rate of 0.0002 miles per hour, What's according to Guinness World Records. <laughs> but that's I, how, I feel like you, you could get away with not measuring that in miles <laughs> per hour. But yeah, but that is how they actually, the, the fact of this is that is how they measure the growth. They never look at the actual length when they talk about bamboo and they obviously use it for, I don't know, whatever they've used bamboo for they will talk about how much it's grown in terms of miles per hour as opposed to actual size but they don't need to do that because no one is tracking the fact that it's grown so many inches over a day and calling that as miles per hour i know i know but it's 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 what they do that's how they measure it and guinness world records have actually uh ticked it what the best thing is though right is that it grows at 1.5 inch per hour that is a lot nicer than saying Oh, 0.002 miles per hour. Yeah, exactly. Wait, Therefore, I... why is this a thing? Why are we measuring it in miles per hour? Because it does sound a little Inches bit less. Inches per hour yeah. is clearly a lot easier and nicer. Well, it's what? It's three foot a day. Yeah, basically. Yeah, so it's 36 inches a day. So it's growing at three foot a day, more or less. Pretty much. But but you say that they, when they say, oh, how much is that bamboo growing? They're saying, oh, in miles an hour. Oh, yeah, so apparently they measure the health of the bamboo and they measure, you know, how the bamboo's growing in miles per hour. So, for example, if you was 
growing bamboo and you were looking after it and you were, you know, just having, would you, would you say the word crop? Would it be a crop of bamboo? I don't know. Sure. They would measure how healthy the bamboo is growing in miles per hour as opposed to going, oh, it's growing this amount. That's how they would look at it. How much has it grown but in, g- that, in that time? Sorry, like, I- imagine this. Mm. Connor, how healthy is your bamboo? Yeah. Pretty healthy. How healthy, Connor? Well, I guess I would have to do the maths to work it out and go, just, well... Just like yes. It's right. got, I don't, I, I, you see, I'm no mathematician. No, I know, but <laughs> I, I'm, I, like, I'm not going to do... I'm not going to like pick you apart on this imaginary bamboo. I just want to know how, how the Mars per hour thing works in a sentence. What I can imagine that they probably do is they would look and go, oh, at 10 o'clock it was, I don't know, an inch. At 12 o'clock it's three inches. Then they work out how, how much that speed of growth has been over the two hours. But you understand... You understand what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't get how this. I don't get how this conversation's going. Like, if they say, "Is there just two bamboo growers down the pub boasting?" Oh, I got zero point zero zero three miles per hour yeah. out of my bamboo this week. Oh, God, you're lying, Nigel. That's that. You're never getting it that quick. During my uh, research of this fact, which I found quite interesting, I'm sorry, but I did forget to type in conversation about miles per hour bamboo growth. I, I just wow. I, I couldn't. The main crux of the fact was, oh, they measure how healthy it is from miles an hour, and I want to know how that's used. So if a, if a bamboo is healthier than others, does that mean it's growing faster? Well, yeah, exactly. If it's growing fast, it's going to be really healthy. It's like anything, isn't it? If something's growing fast, it's always going to be healthier. You know? I just don't understand why they need miles per hour when feet or inches per hour would be so much better. Yeah. I think it would be better and it sounds more fancy too. Three foot a day, which is quite a lot. Mm. What's a metre? It is. Well, there you go. Thank you very much. First fact of the show for me. The King of Hearts is the only king on the playing card without a moustache. Mm. You're oh. talking to the wrong guy about this. Don't you hate it when you've got a friend who can't grow a moustache? I'm a magician. Not only, now this is not because of personal hygiene. It's because he originally had one, but whoever copied that original one didn't put on the heart, the moustache. So everyone since has been a typo. So if you look at your playing cards, the King of Hearts is the only one without a moustache because someone forgot to doodle it when they were making the first playing cards. Got a bonus fact for this too. Go on. So if you ever get a... Better than a bamboo fact. If you ever get a magician come over to you, do a little card trick with the old kings, there's a reason they're doing that. Because all kings on a bicycle deck, you can tell the difference between what king it is by the back of the card due to the distance between the edge of the card, that white bit that leads to that like colour that's in the middle. You can signify every single king. Is that done on purpose for magicians? I have no idea. But that is how you tell what king somebody has picked up. Well, you t- have- are you telling me magic isn't real? Well. Have you ever wondered why the ace of spades, spade, is larger than the other spades. I have wondered. It's kept me up at night. I'll I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you why. It was because of tax. A a tax stamp Mm. was usually placed on the top card of a deck to show that that deck of cards had been taxed. Uh, So they would print it on the official Ace of Spades, the royal coat of arms, so it needed to be a bit bigger to fit in the tax stamp. There you go. Three facts in one. A deck of cards is a a good-looking thing. I like a deck of cards. Something about it. Also, without... I like holding them. Yeah, without cards, you wouldn't have a sandwich. What? Are we just unlimited card facts in <laughs> I could. Just throwing them out. So, you, you are wasting future ammo here. You know, you know the sandwich is named after the 18th century Earl of Sandwich, yes. John Montague. My favourite of all the Earls. 
Well, the reason he made the sandwich because he didn't want to get up to eat his dinner when he was playing crib. So he said, you know what? Give me that between two loaves slices of bread. <whistles> the sandwich was born. Everyone looked at him and went, you're a madman, Montague. No. There you go. He's had the last word. Look, four good facts there in one. Really solid facts. Are yeah. you a good magician? I'm actually really good at cards, yeah. All, all cards, card games, card tricks. And that's no lie, I'm good. Uh, strange, strange boast, isn't it? Oh, yeah. On the question, are you a good magician? Well, I'm really good at everything. All cards. cards. Cards, I'm good with cards. I, I was quite Anything obsessed. to with them? I was quite obsessed Bloody with brilliant. cards when I was a kid. I used to be really into magic as well. Stephen Mulham? No, I was probably a bit earlier. Marvin's magic was my bag. Marvin's magic, yeah. I actually used I can to... imagine f- you as a magician. I used to file down the uh, the edges of a deck of cards in a slant because then what you would do secrets behind the veil here i would then give you a card i would say put it into the deck i would turn the deck upside down you would put the card in so the edges slightly come out and that's how when you run your hand your finger or thumb up the side of it it lifts up it levitates that was how i did that wow there we go meanwhile i just filed my card there you go mark give us your second fact of the show the phrase hair of the dog comes from an old medieval saying originating from the belief that once bitten by a rabid dog, the victim would be cured by applying the dog's hair to the wound. Yeah, I, I, what is the phrase? Uh, bit by the hair of the dog, I believe, is the full phrase. Isn't it the hair of the dog that kills you? There's a kills you in there, I believe. I don't think so. Let me, let's double check. Hair of the dog, bold Is your phrase, phrase here, is your fact what everyone knows? Does everyone know this? I, I knew it. Did you? <laughs> No, I just hair of the dog that bit you. There we go. It's a combination of what we both said. Yeah, yeah. Hair of the dog that bit you is the uh, is the full phrase. So yeah. So the whole uh, premise of this being applied to drinking came about in 1546. Uh, But before that, yeah, genuinely, people believed you're bit by a rabid dog. Just take that dog's hair, rub it on the wound. All fine. They genuinely believe this. They genuinely believe that. That's stupid. Did you know rab- it's a lot of stupid medieval things? Yeah, like rabies is one of the worst diseases because as soon, pretty much as soon as you show a symptom, you're dead. Like it, it, there's almost, I think there's a, like a 100% mortality rate for fatality rate rather. If you get rabies, if you get bitten and you don't get your shot in time, and then you show a symptom of rabies, it's bad times. My head's more in, you know, what is the best drink to have when you're hungover? That's where I'm at. What do you think is the best drink to have when you're hungover? It's got to be a beer. Always a beer. All this. Tomato juice, vodka, celery. Shit. No, uh, beer. I, I tell you what, a, a bloody fizzy, Mary. Fizzy cold beer. I tell you what it is. What? It's a, a Lucas Aid Sport. No, it's, it's Lucas Aid Sport. The idea of hair of the dog is that you can no, see your alcohol. Just, not, oh, we're talking about specific alcoholic drinks. Yeah, yeah, because that's hair of the dog. I would have hair of the dog doesn't mean a cup of tea, mate. No, I know what it means. Um, what would I have if I was desperately hungover? It's got to be a beer because the beer. The reason that beer is great is because beer is fizzy. Fizzy is really good. It gets you burping. It gets all that going on. It's cold. See, great. I would say a proper cask ale. That's a good one to get you back yeah, into it. Yeah, thick. What? No, yeah. like too, too heavy and tepid. No, see, I don't mind. Oh, that. I don't want. To, uh, that's the thing with beer. It might be too heavy for me. I might take a gin and tonic. Oh, double gin and tonic because it's quite strong, and you don't really notice how strong it is. I've uh, I've always found that um, uh, whiskey is good the next day if you. No one's Whis- doing that. Whiskey is not if good got, that if, the if, next if, day or the night. If before. you've got the strength to go for it, no one is drinking a whiskey at eleven o'clock. Yeah, of course they are. Have you you're been to Scotland? Of course they are. No one's doing that hungover unless, you know, you're, you are... Oh, but a double, G, double GNT, if a slice of grapefruit, though, yeah, everyone's doing know, it. There's, some, there's something... It feels healthier, doesn't it? If you're walking into a pub with all the lads, right, and you're all hanging out, you've had, you know, a fry up, you know, 
to a toast, yeah, cup Guinness of tea. For me, probably Guinness. And then you're wandering into the pub and going, oh yeah, hey sir, can I have a double Hendrix and tonic? You're getting abused, mate. I don't think I am. I, no, I, you absolutely are. Do you well, want to lie with that? You know it's what like you need? 10. Everyone else got Foster's tops. You know what you need? New friends. I feel like all of your stories end with someone in the pub being abused. You need new mates to go down the pub. I love, I love my mate. You wouldn't fear me. No, this like is why Connor has no mates. Be fine. Tell you what, you walk in, double gin and tonic, that'd be the end of you. Yeah. With old scabby and rat nose down in Brentwood. That'd be the end of you. I, yeah, I reckon a Guinness would do me. Something nice and heavy. Guinness is good. Nice Settle, and thick. Settles your stomach. Yep, I agree. Gin and tonic. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. There's an entire holiday which is dedicated to what would happen if cats and dogs had opposable thumbs. Who are these people? Well, exactly. That's the first thing that comes to my mind, but it exists. It's March the 3rd. It's been coming around again in the mind. What's it called? Uh, Well, it's called What If Cats and Dogs Had Opposable Thumbs Day. I mean, they've named it well. Is it, though? Is it? It is a thing. I mean, there is... on the internet. You know, it's on the internet (laughs) on one of those calendars. But has anyone anywhere... Uh, you know, marked that day at all? That I don't know. I mean, I'm not finding people that are talking about this, but it is an actual day that is dedicated to this exactly. Um, and yeah, and basically what they like to do is they like to sit there. They like to reflect, you know, what, what would happen if they had thumbs that allowed them to open their own tins of food? Hmm, I wonder. You know, easily steal your possessions maybe. Generally make more trouble uh, in the house than what they already do, you know, because they've got thumbs at work. What would that, what would that cause? And that is an actual dedicated day where people apparently take the time to think about it. So I mean, say, it oh, would well. take a whole day to think about the huge different scenarios that might happen. Well, the best bit about this fact as well, and I wanted to keep this in because Sorry? the best bit about this fact when I read it, because I wanted to keep this in, is at the end it said, we can definitely see the pros and cons. Can't really see any <laughs> pros to this situation other than nonsense, but it um, exists. What would be the pro and or of a cat and a dog having an opposable thumb? There is no pros, it's weird. They'd be better at grabbing. But it's a dedicated day. This is an actual it's not dedicated, a dedicated day. day. It's a dedicated day, it's yes. The thing not. is, it, it, it shares its day with 35 others, including National Day of Unplugging. This is the thing. I, who make, who makes these things? I know, but they're all facts. Because <laughs> they are days. Quite often... Companies, it's also Canadian Bacon Day. Great. Quite often, companies will make this to sell their wares, to advertise their products. But who's, who's doing... Who has sat there and thought, you know what we should do? Make a whole day devoted to the art of thinking about cats having thumbs. Yeah, I know. But it's a good day when you think about it. March the 3rd, sit yourself down, relax, get your admin out of the way and have a think about it. It's National Cold Cuts Day too. What, what? National Cold Cuts Day. What's that? Cold Cold cuts of meat. Right. You know what your dad has. See, there's so many more things. National Dressing Blue Day. When you wake up and you have a bit of a tough day... Just have a little look at the day that it could be, and you can just take yourself to that moment. Oh, it's national. You know it's national. I want you to be happy day. If That's you actually w- not a bad idea. Like, if you do wake up and you've got, you know, you're a bit miserable that day, and you've got nothing to do, dedicating that day to what the national day is, is not the worst idea. You know, even, you know, even a reason to get out of bed is to go and get your cold cuts. So just, just come out of a meeting. Your boss is in your ear. You're not really feeling it, right? Lunch weren't great. Sandwich was a little bit squashed where it was in your bag. You're feeling a bit run down. You sit there and you think to yourself, it's a dedicated day to what would cats and dogs do if they had thumbs? Great. You're instantly going to feel better. I don't know because I'm going to be annoyed that someone has decided that. But you're going to think about it. You're going to imagine. It doesn't, doesn't you're, necessarily you're, you're, make it better. You've got a little kitty cat. You're going to imagine him, her, uh-huh. 
with thumbs. Doesn't make it better. But imagine it right now. It should be a nightmare. Does it make you slightly smile? Well, she'd be able to open the treat bag. And does that make you slightly smile? That makes me raging in the <laughs> And uh, well, I just can't know who has sat there. I'd love to know the genesis of this. I reckon it doesn't exist. I reckon the only thing is people make these websites and they think, Christ, I need to fill it. What do I do? Well, the thing is, is that to sum up everything as well, and I save this for the end of this fact, because um, I do think we're coming to the end, aren't we? Because you you're sick of it, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a website, daysoftheyear.com. So if ever you need nonsense days, that's your answer. Yeah. Well, today, the day this podcast comes out, the 19th of September, is National Talk Like a Pirate Day. Arr! Second fact of the show for me. In 1980, the FBI made a fake company to try and bribe members of Congress. 25% of them accepted the bribe. Really? A quarter of people in Congress accepted the bribe and were convicted. What was the bribe? Uh, the FBI in Long Island made a sting operation called Abscam, which was initially intended to investigate theft and forgery. They even got a convicted swindler who was in prison to help them out. What's it called? Abscam. That was what it, it's been called. Abscam. Um, the FBI let these people make a fake company called Abdul Enterprises. Uh, and they posed as shakes and said they had millions of dollars to invest in, in the United States, but they had to go to the members of Congress to say, look, can you sort it out to help us get in here? We'll give ah. you money if you do that, if you, if you speed up the immigration. How much? Uh, uh, what was the bribe number? I don't actually know. I'm telling you, if uh, it was oh, in exchange. F- uh, Fiverr? I'm not doing it. Uh, Four a- grand? Probably do it, would you? Four grand? About, uh, about I reckon 50, you could get more. About 50 grand. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd go. I'd go. I mean, what? They're not getting long for it. Well, I don't know. They they were all um, lose their jobs over it, probably. Yeah, you're fifty grand in the bank. Yeah, they were all. Yeah, that's not even a year's wage. For yeah, a but by the time I lost my job, I've booked Barbados for four. Yeah, but you've got to remember these people, like members of Congress, especially in America. Traditionally, they are they. You know, you would assume they're quite wealthy anyway. Yeah, fifty grand is dropping the ocean. Clever from it. the FBI. Very clever. It's kind of like mystery shopper vibes. It's almost illegal. I mean, it's entrapment. When someone comes what, in. That's what quite a lot of them tried to say. Well, this is entrapment. Mm. And the judge said, well, you're Congress. You're meant to be the upholders of the law that you help to make. You can't. doesn't matter. doesn't matter if it's entrapment. Mm. You're done. You're yeah. done, mate. A bit like go. Boris when he had the party. Yeah, a bit like that. Yeah. Kind of. A bit like that. Oh, sorry to interrupt your podcast. We didn't do that. It's just been magically done for us. We do a podcast, which I think you might like if you like this podcast. Our podcast is called The A to Z of Men with me, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson. And what's the podcast about, Scott? I mean, what we're doing really is giving you an insight, a delve into the male mind. We're going through the alphabet letter by letter. I submit a word, Chris submits a word, and we battle it out to see what word goes into the A to Z of Men. And you can get us wherever you get your podcast from just search for the A to Z of men. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You can always get in touch with the show, by the way. Everything that you need, all the links is at baffledpod.com. If you'd like to buy the merch, if you'd like to find our TikTok account, if you just want to get in touch, say hello, maybe give us a fact, say what your favourite day of the year is. Baffledpod.com. Right, last round. We've got a, we got a letter in. <laughs> Sorry. Say that. Uh, we got an email in. Did this you just is... say letter? I did say letter, I yeah, I was thinking that somebody actually post a letter. Post a letter, no. Uh, we got an email in. This is from Coop. He said, hello, fellas. Over the past 25 days, I've binged all the episodes in reverse order. It was hilarious to peel back the pod and learn about you three backwards. The podcast has helped me through a bout of COVID, work and walks around town. I've probably got too many random facts in one email but I would like to direct any researchers to the Bathroom Readers Institute book series for an infinite amount of facts. Sounds up up your street, mate, for the amount of time you spend in the bathroom. Cheers, Coop. That's actually a really good idea. You should, maybe you do this on your phone. What? The t- you should just get a really good fact book for the toilet and read through it. Yeah. That would... Sometimes my phone, Google it. Yeah, but... But like get a fact and book it's so sometimes, it just sits by your loo. It's sometimes hard to know where to turn, you know, facts about what. Whereas when you've got a book, it's giving you them. I wonder if we should maybe try and get a book deal. Get a book deal? For baffled book. Baffled it's tough, book. isn't it? Because we found all of these online, so we'd have to sort, probably have to source everything. Yeah, and if, if only I had a Google Doc as well to track See? all the ones we've ever used. Would have been easier. Anyway, Coop goes on. He says, I may not be famous, but I am closely related to Anne Edson Taylor. Do you know who she is? Well, what's massively amazed me is this callback. He has binged what He has binged, binged, yeah. Because this is something we did about 18 months ago. Yeah, do you know who Anne Edson Taylor is? Googling now. <laughs> she was the first person to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel. Oh, her! Yeah, you know really her. Really good. Yeah. Uh, that's all for now, gents. Stay sane. Annie Edson Taylor, by the way. It's got an eye in it. Oh, there we go. Well, Coop just said Anne. Right. So, sort it out, Coop. Mm. Thank you very much, Coop. <laughs> it's a fun name, isn't it, Coop? Mm. I didn't want to say much because it's a bit offensive, but who named him that? I think, I think his name's Cooper and it's short. Oh, got yeah, yeah, cool. Coop. Why are you doing Westside? Huh? On your, on your East End. It's cool, isn't it? Thank you very much for that, Coop. Uh, it's Baffled Pod. Is it podcast or pod? Surely oh, you I know. S- well, I, I've just said podcast. Baffledpod.com. It's baffledpod.com if you want to get in touch. I might have said podcast in that little bit a minute ago. It's baffledpod.com. Right. Last facts of the show, Mark, take it away. 37% of Americans say they, say they would prefer to be dumb and happy, whereas 35% would prefer to be smart and sad. Dumb and happy for me. Every day, I've always said it. Always said it. I have relatives who are more than content with their lot. You know, who go off, they do work wherever they are. 
in the shops, on the building sites, whatever it is, but they are, they just seem in ignorant bliss and they seem like they love it. Maybe they've got problems, but they just seem like they're having the best time ever. I think when you're chasing something or trying to achieve something, it's pretty tough. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think happiness over knowledge any day. Yeah. What Connor swears by? <laughs> Sorry, what was the percentages? Uh, 37% say dumb and happy. 35% say smart and Mr. sad. Americans as well. Americans, yes. All right. American dreams alive, isn't it? Dumb and ha- Yeah, well, that's what it is. It's about making your lot and making yourself happy. So yeah. both of those are right, really. It's quite hard to actually... Um, I, I do resonate with that a little bit because it is quite hard to be happy when you are always trying to go, 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 go. So when you kind of just chill out a little bit, I guess you do feel happy, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, it's also not to get you playing the world's smallest violin, but it's hard to take stock of where you're at. Like yeah. if you've got like a goal mm. and then you get there, you're then so immersed in making that good and the next thing, you, you never really stop and think, these well, always smell good. What do they I'm say? right now. The chase is better than the... What's that term? The journey is better than the destination most of the time, Connor. Yeah. Most millionaires say they get not flown Ryanair. Yeah, a lot of millionaires when they get interviewed. I think Bill Gates has said it before, but he was like trying to make all of the sort of success was great. And then when you get it, you're like, brilliant. Yeah, I don't feel that sorry for Bill Gates. It must be hard in his massive house. Yeah. He could own islands. With apparently but if he drops... Uh, he might be smart and sad though. So Apparently if he drops a £10 note, it's not worth his time picking it up. Interesting. As if he's carrying around ten pound notes, mm. not worth his time. Yeah, genuinely. Because oh yeah, we did this, didn't we? By the time he picks it up, it will double in value, so it's pointless. Right. Well, no, he just makes more money by carrying. But the thing is, that fact which we had a few weeks ago, which was Bill Gates makes so much money a second that it's not worth his time picking it up. But that implies that he's not making money by picking it up. If you're making, you know, twenty quid a second, it doesn't matter what you're doing; you're always making that money. Yeah, exactly. So if you do pick it up, you're making thirty quid. Mm. Give me your last fact of the show. In 1990, Malaysian strongman Ramasimi Lechmana used his hair to pull a Boeing 737 aircraft in Kuala Lumpur, 17 metres. Is that how you Sorry, pronounce it? Where? No. Kuala Lumpur? Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. There we go. <laughs> Read that wrong. Ah, oh, good times. Kuala Lumpur! 17 metres, 56 feet, setting a new world record. His abilities were passed on to his daughter who pulled a truck as well with her hair in 2002. A Boeing 737. You say his abilities passed on as if he's like a superhero. Well, uh, that's, that's, exactly what, that's exactly what people are saying. It's like quite... I think, you know, is it... What's it, what's it called? Heredic? Where you get yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Is it that or is it just the fact that they've got the nuts to give it a go? That... Yeah, because I don't think I would. And it's also, she's gone into the family business. She's seen her dad do this and thought, I want me a bit of that action. Bafflingly, by the way. uh, 41,410 kilograms it weighs. I mean, it's a lot. That's going to hurt. It's going to hurt your locks, isn't it? How would you... Long hair, tied in a ponytail. Yeah, but it's going to yank at your scalp. (laughs) Yeah, could pull out your hair. Done it though. What's 56 it? feet. He must have used some very special form of mousse wax or pomade. Yeah, to, I encourage to, to you to. That. I encourage you to have a little Google and take a little look at it. It's where interesting, where would the describe it to me, Connor? Where was the hair affixed to the Boeing? So it was sort of ponytail, ponytail stretched, yeah, and then there was something coming off of the Boeing, like a rope is that, and it was about halfway up the ponytail, and it was like attached to it. And how far did he move it? 53 feet. That's long. It's a, long, it's a long way, yeah. Do you it's know how many days way. it would take bamboo to grow that much? 0.00 miles an hour. You know, why do people do this? 
because people want to set world records and 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 yeah. get you know famous. But for never weird have I things. looked at a plane and gone. Bet I could pull that with my this hair. This is the point. Like, uh, we we've all got world records here, and that was because the opportunity came up, and we were just like, "Well, I have got nothing to do that day." Why would someone like go out of their way and strive and train to do this? I don't know, but the headache the next day, meh. What what drink would you have? I don't know, but it, it, the pain must be. Imagine the <laughs> daughter as well, just put in a truck. <laughs> what about it? Well, you say, I've done a plane. You put in a truck. Like, good for you, but I've done a plane, 737. Yeah, that, you'd, that'd be hard to be a dad at that stage, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, well done. I mean, that was good, but I did do a plane. I think, I think that's it. I think that's an incredible fact. I think, what, what an achievement. Boeing 737, 53 feet by your hair. Oh, it's very impressive. I just don't see the point. Right, last fact of the show. Uh, it's my birthday in a few days. Is it? Yeah, it Happy is. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Did you know the 19 days between the 16th of September and the 4th of October are the most common birthdays in England and Wales? Um, why do you reckon that is, Connor? Uh, I don't know, nine months. I don't know, people have sex in Jan? Yeah. Right. Christmas babies. My birthday is the 12th most popular birthday of the year. What year were you born? Redacted. Redacted. Why? I, I I don't want to give my showbiz age on air. Oh God, showbiz. Yeah. This is showbiz. So it hasn't only been in Rosemary in time. This yeah, is course. showbiz, baby. First so your th- mum and dad got down then one night, Christmas. Well, who knows? Well, I would imagine something like that happened. Your dad might be Santa Claus. Perhaps he is. Only comes once a year. All of those jokes. Insert at will. When are you born? Mom? Is that what your mum said? What, what's your that was the joke I was making. You didn't need to do that. We have to stop. They're really <laughs> just Mine was know. good and he followed up on it. I'm just saying, you know, that people definitely don't enjoy it. It's that bad. Look. That's what your mum said, jokes. Are we, are, we, are we serious? What? No, he said that. Yeah, I know. I'm fine with it. Fucking When's your birthday? Uh, my birthday, January 26th. Mm. So your mum and dad got down to it in like May? Bit of summer loving. Mm. Yours is... Adam Blast. There are... There, on average, there were about 1,766 people born on your day. Uh, it's the 327th most popular birthday, so really, really low. I've got the best birthday in the world. 8th of June, smack bang in the middle of the year. Perfect. In summer, halfway from Christmas. I know they say, oh, we got you a big present this year. It's a PS5. It's like half Christmas, half birthday. Sod that. Nah. Halfway in the year. Yeah, you come across well there. The 199th. Uh, most popular birthday is yours. What's the most popular? Great question. It is uh, September the 26th. Oh, there we go. I have three mates who were born within a few days of each other, right around November 14th, which just happens to be nine months after Valentine's there Day. There you go. Hey, yeah. So, uh, Connor, on average, on your birthday, June the 8th, there are about 1,800 people born. On the most popular day of births, which is September the 26th, there are Almost 2,000. So there's only 100 and, 100 and, 174 in it. There we go. I share a birthday with Kanye. Do you? Yeah. You share other things with him? No, but birthday. Raw talent. Yeah. yeah. Sex appeal. No. No? Okay. Annoyingness. Bizarreness. Other words that are mildly insulting. Listen, thank you very much. If you are born on September the 26th, well, um, a happy birthday for then. Actually, we'll release an episode then, won't we? So I wish you a happy birthday next week. If your birthday is one week today, a very happy birthday on that day. It's the most popular day for birthdays of the year. 
And that's it for us this week. What have we learned? Well, it's better to be dumb than happy, you might say. Also, bamboo grows so fast at 0.0003 miles an hour. It's about three for a day. And we wish you luck, King Charles III, sitting upon the Stone of Destiny. Thank you very much for listening. It's baffledpod.com if you want to get in touch. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye. And I will see you next week as well. It's my birthday this week. Wish me a happy birthday. Bye-bye. Happy birthday. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.